Ooh, yeah, rockin' my Sabbath sneakers. 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 What up, y'all? Welcome back. This is the Sabbath Sneaker Podcast. I am Patience uh, with my co-host, Mike. Mike, say what up to the people. Yo, yo, Sabbath Sneakers, we here. We here, man, and we've been already having a dope conversation, man. And y'all going to hear it, man. You know, we're going to do a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. episode so y'all can kind of hear what we was chopping it up about mm-hmm. prior to this episode. So y'all definitely be on the lookout for that. For sure. But on this episode, man, we're just going to take a few minutes because I'm sure if you are tuned in to sneaker culture, man, you'll know recently – we lost a sneaker icon, mm-hmm. Peter Moore, uh, the man who designed the Nike Dunk. You know, one of one of Mike's favorite shoes. <laughs> Starting to become there. Getting there now. Getting there. I wouldn't say favorite, but it's a good especially, shoe. Especially the high tops. I know that that's uh, on your list. Yes, yes. The high t- I am a fan. I am All a right. fan of the high tops. I He's am. getting there, y'all. I'm He's getting, getting there. there. I'm getting He's there. There. getting there. He's getting there. He also designed the Air Jordan 1, uh, which was a favorite for me, of course. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, Mike, did you know he designed the Wings logo? The actually Wings logo, the Air Jordan logo with the wings that's on the shoe. He actually designed that as well. Logo, but I didn't mm-hmm. know he did the Wings as well. He wow. did the Wings as that. well, man. And in addition to that, as if that's not enough, as if that's not enough, this man was a pioneer for Adidas in the yes. 90s, and he created the three-stripe logo. Mm-hmm. How about that? The mountain logo, yeah. There man. you go. Uh, and he was uh, he was para- he was um, essential uh, when it came to Adidas EQT as well, man. So he was definitely a pioneer, man. And we want to say rest in peace mm-hmm. to Peter Moore, though he may be gone in the physical. He has left a legacy that will be here until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His legacy will live on far mm-hmm. beyond, you know, uh, and, and, you know, that's what we strive to do, man. We want to leave a legacy, man. That's so right. That's right. He has definitely accomplished that, man. And he helped to make Nike the powerhouse that they are today. That's right. You know, and so... Mike, if you have one, man, um, share your thoughts on Peter Moore. And if you have a favorite Peter Moore story or anything that's kind of connected to him, that kind of stuck out to you and what made you a fan of his, man, share that with the people. So, you know, to be honest, I didn't really know a lot about him. You know, a okay. lot of times you don't really know who the designers are. You just that's a know fact. how much you love a certain silhouette and a certain sneaker. Mm-hmm. But... Speaking on it, but when we talk about the Jordan one, it's interesting now because mm-hmm. knowing who he was and, and, and the designs, particularly, I, I would say, I would probably say Adidas. I'm a Nike kid, of course, but mm-hmm. Adidas, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Adidas. Our Sabbath sneaker fam know how, how addicted I am to shell toes. Mm-hmm. They were always, y'all know them as Adidas superstars. They're shell toes. Mm-hmm. They will always be shell toes to me. Shouts that's out to a fact. That, that, that's I'm from New York, man. So, shell, like, shell toes, shout, bro. That's right. Shouts out to Run DMC. But um, when we think about just those two, you you named 
two of arguably the the what what kind of spot particularly the jordan one we've mm -hmm. talked about this many times the jordan one changes all of sneaker culture there mm -hmm. is no sneaker culture without the jordan one mm -mm. So the jordan one creates every, the, the jordan one creates the lifestyle shoe to me to me this is where sneaker takes its it sneakers take their their transition beyond just uh athletic play and they mm -hmm. now they're a lifestyle brand because you can mm -hmm. wear a jordan one with everything but interestingly mm -hmm. enough the Jordan one and the dunk were by growing up. Those were two of, to me, probably my top five most hated sneaker. Like if I'm honest, <laughs> you know I do, like, I know I threw your curveball just there. But, you did. You really did. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate, like I hated the Jordan one for some mm -hmm. strange. I'm going to put it. To, okay. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Growing up back in high school, Uptowns was always a thing for me. I had Facts. many, many pairs of uptowns. Facts. Um, low tops, high tops, a whole bunch of pairs of uptowns. And mm -hmm. to me, Jordan ones and especially dunks, to me, were like fake uptowns. That's how I felt about them. Now, oh my God. What? They really, to me, that's how they felt. They looked like fake uptowns. <laughs> so I, I looked at them as like, I actually looked at Jordan ones and dunks as like a disrespect to my beloved uptowns. I did. Wow. Like those are disrespectful. But as I got older, started to understand, started to resonate. I got a, I got a pair of Jordan ones, and I, I'm a DSM Jordan ones. I'm a fan of navy blue. So, mm. and it's so crazy that that you know Peter Moore uh, passed because these two silhouettes. A friend of mine was just asking me the other day. I had a pair of dunks on, mm -hmm. and he asked me. He thought they were Jordan ones, and he mm. asked me, "Well, what's the difference between the two?" Mm -hmm. So I had to think about it. And for me, it's probably the, the midsole. That's mm -hmm. probably the difference because I mm -hmm. think the midsole is thicker on a dunk than a Jordan one. Mm -hmm. That's just to me, but they're almost like an identical shoe. They are. Now, of course, the differences in the, in the, the dunk highs versus the Jordan one highs mm -hmm. is at the, um, at the tongue and, and the bulkiness at the top uh, mm -hmm. of the corners where the laces uh, fit out. Those mm -hmm. that's a bulky, it's like chunky, so that's some differences. There's stylistic differences between the dunk and the Jordan mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Neither one you should ever play basketball in. No. If you saw last day, not, not, not unless you if you value your feet, I don't then, recommend. Then if you, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> and so, I would say that that even not even knowing knowing that much about the history of who Peter Moore was, as yeah. you said, patience, but the legacy will last forever forever because those two and again the dunks are making a resurgence i said this before dunks mm -hmm. didn't matter uh, only people that wore dunks uh, in my neighborhood the people i knew was like skaters and mm -hmm. one of my friends wore one pair of dunks the dinosaur juniors mm -hmm. but other than that nobody wore dunks ever mm -hmm. so they're making a resurgence in terms of and i don't want to even call it a resurgence i just think they're they're getting their popularity now. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I didn't know anyone that wore dunks. Nobody wore dunks. Right. So they're getting their popularity in a mainstream way. Those mm -hmm. are really just skateboard sneakers. Mm -hmm. that, that's why they have the SB brand. So they were skateboard sneakers. But I think that now, especially, you know, unfortunately, you know, people get greater after they pass. Than it's a fact. Them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but we will acknowledge him. And so I think those two silhouettes, Jordan one and the dunk going to stand the test of time. So his legacy mm -hmm. will stand the test of time. So sh shouts out to him and yeah. condolences to his family.
Exactly, man. Yeah, we we're definitely sending up prayers and what about gonna, you? Um, offer condolences to his family as well. Yeah, no, I'm 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 right there in the same vein where you are, man. But I do want to say because um, he passed away in April of this year, so I am glad that he got a chance to see a lot of the dunk hype. Yeah, before he passed. That's right. He got a chance to kind of see that come to fruition. You know, it's starting to taper off a little bit. It's not going crazy like it was, but it was for a minute. It was just, it was just insane. Like I'll say like last year it was, yeah, it's been insane. It was, it was insane. I think you're right. I think last year was its peak. Yeah, it was insane. Last year. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. And so, and um, so I'm glad that he got a chance to see that. And and anybody out there, Sabbath Sneaker family, if you guys can find any type of video, because I really would like to know what his thoughts are on that. You know what I mean? Right. So if you guys can find any video on him talking about the dunk craze and how he felt about it, please, please send that to us or tag us in it uh, if you are on instagram at sabbath sneakers tag us in that man because i really would like to know like yeah, what that would his be thoughts were absolutely mm-hmm. man I, I would be very intrigued to know because he worked really hard on that and and i was going to say that that was my definitely i mean come on man bro uh adidas shell toes were an iconic sneaker i know it was an iconic sneaker for you guys in new york because you guys had run dmc man y'all had the mm-hmm. track suits y'all were doing the whole thing mm-hmm. and so of course, you know, when I was growing up, man, you know, New York City at that time still set the parameters for hip hop culture, right? Mm-hmm. And and for for subculture, for the hip whole hip hop subculture to address everything. Everybody was trying to mimic what happens out of New York. Of course, you take some of that and you make it your own, like you know right. in, the, in the south we definitely, we, we wore uptowns. We didn't call them uptowns. We just called them white on white forces. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and we also had the, the Reebok classics, gum bottoms and otherwise, mm-hmm. clear bottoms, cool. gum bottoms. So we kind of took it, took some things and made them our own. But the, but one thing, a staple was, man, the shell toe Adidas, man. You see That's what I'm right. saying? We never called them the Adidas superstar, bro. I didn't learn until I was a full grown adult that they Same were called here. Adidas superstar. Same I here. had no <laughs> idea. As a matter of fact, I thought that was another variation of the shell too. I didn't Me think too. it was the actual same shoe. <laughs> Yo, I went into a store looking for shell toes one time in high school. I was like, I want shell toes and I didn't see it. And, I, and then I saw Superstar. I was like, oh, that's the name of this? And I, I like you, I thought I was buying some bootleg. And I was like, right. I was like, this is a, I, I don't want a variation. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know how Adidas had the Samoas and you know, yeah, they got different yep. variations. You see what that's I'm saying? Right. They got that's Stan right. Smith, they got the that's Samoas, right. they got others. And I was like, no, bro, I want the shell toes. You see what I'm saying? It's very right. distinct. But I did not know they were, I was a full grown adult. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I just yeah, grew up in a culture do. where we called them shell toe Adidas. You see that's what I'm right. saying? And so, and, and for me, that was always the next best thing. You see what I'm saying? That's right. If you couldn't get Nikes, 
you know, whatever is out at a time, whether it was Jordans, whether it was the Dion's, whether it was the Griffies, whether it was the Pennies. If you mm-hmm. roll, if you rolled up, if you rolled up in some Adidas with the tracksuit, but you were still getting heavy respect. That's no right. one was clowning you. You see what I'm That's saying? Right. You still That's getting right. heavy respect, man. And and even then in the South, I know you guys rolled up. If you couldn't do the, if you didn't do the um, shell toes that day, or if you weren't, you weren't rocking like Jordans, Barclays, Pennies, you know, whatever. You could roll up in the white on white forces. You see what I'm That's saying? Right. You you're still getting heavy respect. You you show That's up right. in the uptowns, ain't nobody clowning you. You good as That's long as right. they clean. You can't nowadays. You know it's a it's a trend where you know if people are starting to wear like busted, dirty up. Uptowns. I don't know how that's going to catch on. I don't think that's going to catch on. (laughs) My brother, I, my wife, my son put on his little Mike put on his Uptowns the other day, his white ones, and I almost killed him. Like, cause he, cause he, I told him, I said, buddy, cause he after church they go and play, they play outside other little kids play outside. I said. Buddy, these you don't you don't play with these. You gonna bring your other shoes. You play with those. He was outside playing, and I didn't see him. And my wife told him like, Mikey, Daddy's not gonna be happy with you playing like that. He know. I told him. I said that hurts my heart to see. Yeah. Those okay. Yeah. I, I feel some kind of way if someone dirties that. Like <laughs> that ain't a trend that's catching on nowhere. You ain't dirty and no. They're all white sneakers. They're yeah, white for man. a reason. They're not supposed to be dirty. Like. Exactly. And so here's the thing, bro. I, I think it's something that started in suburbia. And oh. so it's the same way because you because you mem- remember for a while the, the the dirty vans was the thing. You see what I'm saying? Where people would just dog out the vans. And then that was the thing. And they started, Vans actually created a silhouette with the shoe came new, but it looked like it was dirtied up. No. You know what I mean? Vans actually did that? They did. They did. Um, they absolutely did. Because that's, that's thing, brilliant that became marketing. A, it became, yeah, it became a oh, thing you- for a while because skaters were doing that. Everybody was purposely busting up their Vans. And so Vans was like, well, let me, let me, let's see if this works. And it caught on for a while. Hadn't really seen people doing this lately, but I'm with you, man. And maybe, maybe that's, that's going to, you know, be a sign that I'm, you know, uh, a little bit older or whatever, but I can't see, you know, people dogging out their uptowns or white on white forces ever becoming a thing. I can't see that. No, I can't see that. It's such a beautiful shoe and one stain on them makes them ugly yeah like it does <laughs> yeah. it does it yeah. do. like i would like yo i will never forget like mtv cribs everybody mm-hmm. knows the classic episode mm-hmm. that joe pulls out the white ones mm-hmm. and he licks the he bottom licks, of them. licks the bottom of never yeah. been worn yeah he says if they get a stain i throw them out get a new one <laughs> like that is a classic episode because we all understand that we want to be in a financial space where you could do that like, right man where you could yeah, just man. go because they're not they're, like those are not to be tarnished. You cannot. That's true, man. Like, you cannot. That's a fact, man. bro. I will never forget that episode, man. Sneaker shopping. Shout out to them, man. They they did a uh, special episode with Mayor, and so Mayor was hitting uh, on. Uh, he hit more than that, but on that episode, he hit like two or three stores in New York and bought out every size of uptowns in his size white on white so in one store he got like 13 pair another score he another store he got like seven or eight pair he was loading up because he was he was the same way like you know him and fat joe and all of them they boy yeah. so he was like bro if it gets a scuff it's it's out the door it's over it's, it's over it's done. 
And I was like, must be nice because I'm going to be in the bathroom with my toothbrush. So you already know. You already know what we're doing. You know what we're doing. Must be nice because I ain't doing be nice. that. I, you know what we're doing. We're cleaning so I'm, I'm going to try every household cleaner known to man. Hello. You know. Then when that doing. don't work, uh, then I'll buy me another pair. Yeah, hello. I'm cleaning <laughs> that thing, yo. I ain't got it like that. We clean it. I ain't like, got it like that. that thing Not super yet, clean before we before we go get another one. No, sir. Like, <laughs> absolutely, man. But listen, I know we got kind of got sidetracked a little bit. But uh, another thing about about Peter Moore that I really uh, appreciated was. You know, of course, the Jordan one, that was that was Jordan's silhouette. You see yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, like we said earlier, he helped to design the Air Jordan symbol. And you see it more on the twos. And some of the ones have it, the Jordan with the with the wings on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you really get to see how pronounced it is, like on the Jordan twos. You see what yeah. I mean? It's it's really big. Yeah. And so he he designed that, man. Both iconic things to the sneaker world. And and also, I admire his stick-to-itiveness, if that's a word. Well, you can because, make it one. You got a master's right. <laughs> degree, remember. Once you have a master's degree, you can make up words. Come there on. you go. I did, did. We just made it up. On, All man. right. So, because Nike taxed him with, they were saying, because, of course, they see how well the Jordan 1 sneaker is performing for Jordan. So, they're like, listen. We need this for us. So then he came out with the dunk, but the dunk did not catch on like the Jordan 1 sneaker. Of course, because we know why. Because if you know anything about marketing, people buy into you more so than the product itself. That's right. You see what I'm saying? They buy Mm -hmm. into you, whatever you are. And Jordan at that time was the the rebellious athlete it's not because there were many think about it in the nba at that time just like now there are many top flight athletes that's what of the course. nba is it's full of top well, flight athletes. of course no one was like jordan but still he wasn't the jordan he wasn't the six for six he no, wasn't that jordan no. yet you see what i'm saying right because think about it, there was dominique there was magic right this there, is you see what I'm saying? This is, come this on is rookie jordan at this okay point. all right so yeah so we put that into context all right but he was a rebel. He was bucking the system because mm-hmm. we know NBA was like, either you wear black shoes or either you, are, you wear white shoes. Nothing in between. See That's what right. I'm saying? <laughs> and, right. so, and so, Coach, we know at that time, you know, Magic Johnson was rocking the Converse weapons and everybody was doing their own thing. You see what I'm saying? Black yeah. shoes or white shoes, nothing in between. Here he comes with this silhouette and he was willing to take the fines that the NBA levied on him and it created this create this craze. Of course, you know they're they're trying to um, capture that again with the Jordan One Rebellion Air that's that's coming out right now. They're trying to take mm-hmm. people back to the fact that this shoe was birthed out of rebellion. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so that's kind of what happened, and that kind of explains to me why the dunk did not catch on because it, it wasn't there's no the story. Jordan One right. There's no story. There's no story. So what peter moore did and i and i agree and and i uh, not just agree but i uh support his willingness not to just give in and be like look unless you go to nike and be like look we need to find another jordan to to promote these shoes or they're not gonna catch on right what he did was he took them to colleges you see what i'm saying there you go that's what he did 
And then he, they created the slogan, be true to your school. Mm. So all the, all the top flight D1 colleges, Michigan, North Carolina, UNLV, all of these places started wearing the dunk highs. See? Wow. So that's get this yeah. lesson, man. So so th- so that is how they caught on. Now the dunk lows came much later, but the dunk the dunk highs were the one because as you stated earlier, they were created to be a Nike version of the Jordans. Even though we that's know right. Nike Nike owned Jordan, but that was for Jordan. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They wanted their own version of that. And so mm-hmm. when he took it to be true to your schools, that's what really helped to catapult it. Still did nowhere near what the Jordan ones did. Nothing near, not. but he found a lane. You see that's what right. I'm saying? He found a lane that he could use to help get the silhouette out. And it, and and that's what really started mm-hmm. all of the different colorways. Because mm. the, the colors were the school colors. You see what I'm saying? Right. It was wow. a perfect silhouette because it was easily adaptable to school colors. And you see that, what I'm saying? That explains, though, why now the dunks, some of the more expensive dunks are the university colors. There you go. That explains it. That there you, you just, go. See, he's teaching... Yeah, I hope y'all listen to Sabbath Sneaker Family. See, this is why we told y'all we different on this show. We give you yeah. history for a lot we of try stuff. To, we try to, get, try to let you know what's going on. We try to let you know what's going what's behind the scenes. So when you start looking for the Syracuse dunks and you there see, you man, why are they so much? These yeah. other dunks are not like that. Now you know why. Patience yeah. just gave you the backstory. Because of the be true to your school campaign. You see what I'm saying? And that, and and of course, he didn't know at that time he was just trying to do what he could to get these things moving. You see what right. I'm saying? <laughs> just trying to get them moving, trying to save his job at Nike. So it's like, look, I got to find a way to get these moving. But it was a beautiful idea, and it, it did it. It was successful at that time, you know. But mm-hmm. it was just, it would be ridiculous or or borderline idiotic to think that anyone could compare to what the numbers that Jordans were doing. You right. see what I'm saying? Because no one had done numbers like that before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it, it created, it was something like we were just talking about the dunks like last year. And, and it, it's just all of a sudden they're created this, like this rabid desire like at all costs i need these shoes you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it it created that type of fandom that type of rabidness that type of this is crazy why would you pay that much type of you know what i mean it kind of created jordan created that by rebelling bucking the system and then Mm -hmm. he could go on the court and back it up so people were like listen i want these Jordans. And so it was, it was, it was hard to even, and then even back then, another thing was they weren't doing what resellers are doing now. It was just, hey, you pick up the phone. Yeah, kids, listen. And back then, if you wanted George, you had to pick up the phone, call a number. <laughs> That's right. Get a slip in the mail. You fill out the slip with your with your information and you send in your money order or whatever the case may be. If you were fortunate enough, you had a check. You could, your mom and daddy can let you use a check. You send in the check, and there then they send you your shoes. That's how That's you right. got your shoes. That's but right. but the beautiful thing was there was no upcharge. There, there you was, go. The, I think the the starting price was like thirty nine ninety nine or something like that. 
mm. $40, $40 or something like that. I think that was the original price. Uh, you guys can find it, but don't quote me on that. I think it was either $29 or $39.99. That's how much they were. Nike was advertising them for. But mm. they couldn't, they could not keep them in stock. As fast as they were making them, as they were selling out. They had back orders. People were backlogged. And they and they could have like been like, hey, you know, let's just move this up to sixty dollars, seventy dollars. Right, 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 right. You see what I mean? And to be honest with you, I think people probably would have still bought them. You yep. know what I mean? But they didn't yep. do that. They just said, well, we're just going, we're just going to hold this backlog until, you know, we we're able to production is able to to catch up, and then we'll we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the things, man. I appreciated about uh, Peter Moore was. Uh, his ability to be creative, man, to tap into something uh, that allowed him to continue to be a pioneer and press forward with the Nike brand, man. So again, Mike said it earlier, we want to send our, our thoughts and our prayers sure. uh, to his family, man. Uh, we, sure. we pray that uh, they are being comforted at this mm -hmm. time, surrounded by people who love them. That's but right. also, man, I hope that they also uh, are comforted by uh, the legacy uh, that's that, right. that Mr. Peter Moore is leaving behind. And I hope that's in some way that they're still able to tap into that and benefit sure. from that in some that's way. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely, man. But listen, we definitely wanted to take some time uh, to say uh, rest in peace to Mr. Peter Moore, a pioneer within the sneaker culture. Listen, hit us up, man. Tell mm -hmm. us your favorite story of Peter Moore, how he impacted your life. Or, or even if you just learned through this episode who he was and, and what he really contributed to the culture, man. And maybe, yeah. you know, that might inspire you to want to get to know who he is and everything like that. So, listen, we definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Mm -hmm. And listen, y'all, we want y'all to continue to rock with us, continue to share the podcast with your friends and family. Mm -hmm. Tap in with us on Instagram, YouTube, and uh, we're going to continue to keep going up, man. Mike, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? No, nah, man. Uh, there's a creator in all of us. And if we learn Facts. anything from Peter Moore, push the boundaries and continue to create greatness. Facts, man. Facts, man. And never forget, man, that the best sneakers are your Sabbath sneakers. sneakers, man. Until the next time, we love y'all. Peace and love. Peace, y'all.